Souls of Steel in about 15 minutes. Yeah, about 15 minutes. Jay Book with us from Buck Nuts. Jay Book, historically, I thought 06 was the biggest Michigan-Ohio State game. They were undefeated last year. I didn't think last year was as big as 06. That's just me. This game, though, Jay Book, feels like the biggest matchup between these two ever. I agree. I think this is one of those historic games. So much at stake. I mean, you add in the layer of the storylines of Jim Harbaugh not being there, Ryan Day losing the last two. Uh, a lot of people believe, you know, the pressure's on him uh, to go ahead and end that losing streak. When you look at the, the playoffs, what's at stake, Big Ten championship, I, I agree. I think this is probably one of the biggest games, if not the biggest game in the history of the rivalry. Stylistically, the last four games between these two, just tons of points. Heck, that year, what was it, four years ago, Buckeyes put up 62. The total in that game was 100, 101 points. Last three years, it's been 60, 70 points. I can't see this game looking like that. I don't. I don't see a high-scoring uh, type of game. I mean, you look at half of Hall State teams, those were type of teams that average throughout the year, typically in your 40s. This Ohio State team, they've been hovering right on that cusp between 32 to 38 points consistently over the last several weeks. You look at this Michigan team, I'm not sure what's going on with their passing attack, but they are adamant that they are okay running the football, milking the clock, and playing solid defense. J.J. McCarthy, he's thrown for uh, an average of 100 yards per game over the last couple weeks. There's some smoke coming out of Ann Arbor that he's banged up, and they also have problems with their left tackle. Um, so they're, they've kind of been rotating their tackles there. And if you watch that Penn State game, they had a very hard time uh, defending Chop Robinson and that Penn State pass rush. So they basically just pulled the plug on the, pass, on the passing attack and said, we're good. We can get out of here with just running the football for the remainder of the second half because our defense is so stout. So you, you correlate that to what's going to happen up in Ann Arbor on Saturday because Ohio State's defense much better, much more improved this year over compared to the last several years. So I agree. I do think this is going to be a low-scoring game compared to years past. Jay Book, you can run the ball and not throw it, but you can't do it from behind. That's the problem. Yeah, you're right. And if you're Ryan Day, put that pressure on them because your defense – when typically when they're able to pin their ears back and get after the quarterback and they are the hunter, that Jim knows defense, they have bowled very well this year. The secondary is probably the, the strength of the defense right now. Those corners, they are playing outstanding. Uh, Josh Proctor, he'll be back healthy. I do not think they're going to have Lakeland Ransom, so that's a blow. However, if you can get up on Michigan and kind of take them out of that comfort zone, where they just want to ground and pound, milk the clock, that right there is going to put a lot of pressure on J.J. McCarthy to have to step up because last year in that game, J.J. didn't play really well. Ohio State had two critical busts, but for the most part, he was about a 50% thrower, less than 50% thrower for the majority of that game. Now, credit to him for making the plays when the opportunity was there, 
Um, but if you're a house, they definitely put that pressure on them to make them get out of that comfort zone. Tom in Myrtle Beach wants to know about the health of the team, particularly the offensive line. Uh, Ahante's offensive line, they should be good to go in the game. Kyle McCord's a little banged up. Um, he kind of had that hip roll tackle uh, applied to him right before half. So he's a little nicked up. Cade Stover, he's not 100%, but he's um, he's going to be able to go. Emeka Abuka, he is healthy. Um, we saw this past week against Minnesota. He started to look like him, his old self there. So for the most part, besides um, – Lathan Ransom, they should have everyone back ready to go. Mike Hall is another question uh, question mark there. I think if needed, he could have played last week against Minnesota, but I think they decided to hold Mike Hall, limit Tommy Eichenberg for the Michigan game to make sure that they, those guys are all ready to go. And uh, looks like Travion Henderson has gotten his home run hitting back. He has a hot hand right now over the – um, right now he leads the Big Ten in yards per game. A little shy of 100 yards, but when he hits that hole, he is, he is off and running. Right now he is playing his best football as a Buckeye. He's doing it uh, passing and rushing right now. If you look at the Ohio State offensive line, it's been a big question mark regarding the, the rush, the rushing. Can the offensive line get that push? You're starting to see Donovan Jackson and Josh Simmons on the left side. Those are two guys that are peaking at the right time, starting to play their best football. So I think Trevion Henderson will uh, be an issue for Michigan. Now, the thing is, is what I was saying earlier this week to Ohio State fans, Henderson has the hot hand. Marvin Harrison is Marvin Harrison Jr. You're getting the Mecca Abuka back healthy. Kate Stover is a chain mover. They don't need Kyle McCord to be an all-world type of guy. You just need Kyle McCord to not turn the football over and make sure that the offense is on schedule. And if you can do that with the weapons that they have, Ohio State uh, will come out of there with a victory. Kirkland down in Macon, Georgia. Bill asked Jay Book, why is Harbaugh not fighting the suspension? Why is he not hiding the suspension? Fighting. Fighting. Uh, I, don't, I think they're not fighting it for the simple fact that more evidence has come out. I mean, you, you look at the linebacker coach being fired last week. Supposedly he was uh, hiding evidence and trying to cover up the fact for kids trying to coach them on how to talk to the NCAA. So to me, they were hellfire and brimstone, fist pounding on the table. We're going to take this to court. We're going to fight it. And then all of a sudden they just pivot. Uh, and it says, you know what, we're going to stand down. And I believe the reason that the change of attitude was because the NCAA presented additional evidence to Jim Harbaugh and, and the administration there. And at that point, you just have to kind of throw your hands up and say, all right, we're just going to take our punishment and try to move on. What's the real story about J.J. McCarthy's recruitment to Ohio State? Um, he was a huge Ohio State fan. Um, he was a Braxton Miller fan. JJ wanted to be a Buckeye at the time. It came down to Kyle McCord or JJ Ryan Day selected Kyle McCord, and that was just it. it. It came down to who did Ohio State want, and they decided that a package deal of Marvin Harrison Jr. and uh, Kyle McCord was 
more beneficial to them as opposed to taking JJ. JJ's a good quarterback. He's a he's a solid he's a solid guy. Give him his credit. He got his two wins um, over Ohio State the last couple of years. Um, and I will say this: that if Ohio State would have given him that opportunity, he would have been a Buckeye. Jim in Sandusky, Ohio says, Jay Book, do you think Harbaugh's back next year? That's a tough question. If I had to lean, I would say no. Um, I, I do think that the NCAA, if you're um, – Bruce Feldman came on to the pregame show Saturday, and he said his sources believe that the NCAA is going to levy additional penalties on Jim Harbaugh next year where he could be potentially – missing majority of the season next year. If that's the case, I don't see a hardball coming back. Uh, if you're the Michigan administration, would you want to make him the highest-paid coach after he's missed this year quite a bit because of his suspensions, going to miss next year? You look at the roster that they have. Michigan is the oldest team in college football. They have 44 seniors. Combine that with a brutal schedule that they got next year, that program is going to take a step back. So if you're Jim Harbaugh and the NFL comes knocking, do you take that or do you sit and take another potential suspension? You're going to have uh, major attrition on that roster. And on top of that, you got the 12-team playoff expansion. It's only going to get harder. you got to deal with NIL and all of the shenanigans with college football. So if he's going to get additional suspension, I say no. He probably will not be back. Pete and Warner Robins, Georgia, wants to know, Jay Book, do you think any of these teams can beat Georgia? Anybody can be beaten right now in college football. I mean, Georgia's peaking at the right time. Alabama's peaking at the right time. Uh, a lot of people last year said that Ohio State had no shot of going down there to beat Georgia after being uh, whooped by Michigan. Ohio State was a missed field goal away from beating them. Had them on the ropes. What did Kirby Smart say last year? We got lucky. So at this point, anybody can be beaten in college football anytime, any place. Uh, you never know what's going to happen once these teams line up against each other. If the Buckeyes lose this game, would be three in a row for Michigan. There's no recourse. I mean, they're not going to fire Ryan Day. I know the fans think they would, but they won't. And they shouldn't. Yeah. But, but what's the look into the future if that were to happen? Well, my, my partner Dave Biddle and I, we had this conversation last week, um, and some of the some of the the Hall State fans said, now that you look at Michigan from a different scope, because there are a lot of Hall State fans believe that the reason that Michigan won is because they cheated against Ohio State. Um, so if you're Ryan Day, I almost think that your mentality is kind of a, a reset because. If you're pondering, how did you guys do this to me the last couple of years, and you know that they had an unfair advantage and they cheated in order to beat you, that kind of lifts a lot of pressure off Ryan Day probably internally to say, hey, okay, let's go in here, let's, let's play our game and see if they can beat us fair and square. Even if he lose, he's not going to go anywhere. Um, Ohio State fans will obviously be upset and frustrated, because this game means so much to the state. But I will say this, I just think that Ohio State fans are going to take a step back because of all the cheating that has gone on with Michigan over the last several years. 
Jay Book, appreciate the time, sir. All right, take care. Outstanding work, Jay Book. When we come back, y'all, balls of steel. Yeah, he'll play the music, the balls of steel, and then it's on to the races. Go ahead and post them. <laughs> 